kills. That's how he kills his friends. That's friend. how he kills his friends. Don't forget there's Joe Batanz writing about some twink romance. They always break his heart and run away. Catching up with Mike and Joe. Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to anyone listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We have been friends for over 15 years, and every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We yeah. never miss a week. And we're doing it live right now at mixler.com slash afterthought media. If you're listening in the future, uh, you're missing out because after we're done here, we're going to share a couple stories that we um, don't want to have a permanent record of. Now, sometimes there are stories, like sometimes at least after breakfast, some after breakfast tea sessions are better than others. And uh, do you have stories you're bringing to the table, Mike Lawson? No, not really. I feel like every once in a while there's like stories. It's, you know, it, it reminds me a little bit of these, um, uh, these uh, testimonies in front of Congress. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? Let, this is best uh, done in private session, you know? Well, you know what's so funny, though? and so People don't go like, oh, well, it's not worth it to go to after breakfast. Sometimes Mike and I start an after breakfast. We're like, we have nothing to talk about. And then 45 minutes later, we've spilled secrets we would never tell anybody. Yep. So, And there's the link to his asshole picture. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So, um, you never Okay, know how are you doing, Joey? I'm doing very well, Mike Lawson. How are you? How's, how's life been in the Bay Area? What do you got for us today? It's good. You know, I we, we you and I just talked. A uh, buddy of mine passed away on Friday um, in a car wreck, which was kind of disappointing. And um, it's a bummer. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, to make this about me, but mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we – the what makes it an extra bummer is the last time we uh, had talked to one another was in January. Mm-hmm. And it, his last text to me included a couple of questions that I didn't – I just never responded to. Mm-hmm. Which I don't, you know, just it makes you feel kind of crummy, and that's the relationship I have with a lot of people. Where like we talk a little bit, and then we don't talk for a couple of months, and maybe, you know, I am the last person that, uh, you know, reached out, and I got ghosted by my friend for a little bit, or vice versa. Like it just happens a lot, and it, I don't know, it just is crummy to kind of be in this situation though and think about yeah. it. You know? No, I understand. I'm sorry to hear that. Like, how often did you guys see each other? No, never. See, that's the thing. He's like a a diabetes friend that I've met um, through my work. He's an activist and um, he's a great guy and he would reach – I don't know. He's just like a very kind person that would reach out whenever he saw that I, you know, had a milestone in my life. If it was like a new job or, you know, an illness or something, he just was a, a kind person and I don't know. It sucks. What were the questions he asked you? Uh, his last question was kind of about my new job and, mm-hmm. um, kind of like, how are you doing kind of questions, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of ignored them, which I don't know. So anyway, how are you? <laughs> That's a good, it's a, a nice positive note to start this show off on. Um, I did want to tell you, uh, Joey, I had a story about, oh, I, my gym broke up with me. Your um, your gym broke up with you? Yeah. I got a letter in the mail mm-hmm. that basically said that the gym is closing. Oh, okay. And yeah. They've transferred me to another gym that's six miles away. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but as a person who I don't have a car, so like, I don't, I'm basically, I'm not going to that gym anymore. Um, but it oddly feels a little like not personal, but like, and I don't have like hurt feelings, but I'm like disappointed in this too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All my stories about me being like, um, really sad, but I'm really sad about it. So I, anyway, well, how are you going to meet your dates? Yeah. Exactly, Joey. <laughs> well, uh turns out I ended up switching to <clears throat> uh, uh, kind of like San Francisco type gym that's mm-hmm. very a very different uh, speed than the, the gym I was going to. Mm-hmm. So like before, it was like me and a bunch of kind of older folks and like maybe a couple of people around my age. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just switched to a gym that's near my office um and so there's like a bunch of kind of tech bro people but then there's like a lot more gay people it's significantly cruisier mm-hmm. which um you know i don't know sometimes when you go to the gym you want to be ugly mm-hmm. and i don't know it so i'm kind of turning into a basic san francisco uh gay that's mm-hmm. what i'm saying um with my new gym oh i see yeah because you mean you don't want you don't want it because now it's a scene it's you have to look at yes oh, yeah, yeah 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 like the 24 yeah. fitness in weho or something yeah. Oh, interesting. But have, have, and you've been already. You've been going. Yeah, I've been going. I went for this week. Um, so I've gone a few days. And with my new schedule too, like showering there makes mm-hmm. sense. Oh, I know. Oh, <laughs> and then God. there's like all of it's that. Really so. What do you mean? If you have, now, let me ask you this, and then maybe this might be more of an after breakfast question. Maybe if you're not comfortable, we'll talk about after breakfast. Yeah. Are you a shower or a grower? Um, I mean. It may be a little bit in between, but but so in other words, if you're just walking to the shower, someone might like tip the shade if you walk by. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> no, I'm not. But it, that's the thing; you don't like walk around naked, naked. Like I well, put a towel around me, you, you know. When you're trying to get you know some action, you do. Yeah, and that's the thing is like gym action does not turn me on at all. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I I'm quick. Yeah. I'm not like hanging around looking at other people. Yeah. Well, I do look though. <laughs> well, no, of course you have to. But I'm not I'm not looking with the intention of like trying to make eye contact. You know, quite the opposite. Remember when I was going to that gym over by uh where we used to work and it was like that fancy gym that I stupidly signed up for? Yeah. And where you got private sessions? <laughs> yes. And yeah. uh they had a really nice gym set up and I remember and What's funny is I think I, I think at least then I was very much like you. I probably still am, but there were two or three cases that I can describe in detail after breakfast where like guys were openly telling me they wanted sex with me in the showers at the gym, and I just like ran away, you know. And now I'm like, oh, that's stupid of me. Was that a worst gay guy ever moment, you know? And uh, yes, yeah, so I wonder like if you would you take up that opportunity? No, I don't. I I I don't think that my brain could go there. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. Like I could potentially like talk to someone, mm-hmm. and then like maybe hook up at a later time. Public sex doesn't do it for me yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it certainly is not like a thing that gets me off. But then additionally, it almost like does has the opposite effect. Like, I'm yeah. it's too way too scary and risky. But for some people, that's a turn on. 
Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. The risk of it. And for me, it just causes anxiety. Yeah, it's funny what we – this is more of an after breakfast. I have, so, I have so many things that I want to talk about, but I think – I feel it's more after breakfast stuff. So let me make, okay. a, note, let me make a note right here. We'll talk about uh, public – making a note. Public <laughs> sex. Anything else going on? Like anything – stories from the gym or anything or – no, not really. Just kind of living that life now. You know what? I, I want to tell you something. A, a listener reached out to me. Yeah, and he had a compliment for you. And I don't oh. know. I don't know how you would take this compliment. He said uh, that you have become much more interesting since you broke up with Steve. And he <laughs> thinks because you're doing more things. Yeah, it is. Um, but. <laughs> It's it's not that I'm more interesting. I think maybe the stories I can tell on the show become That's more interesting. That's what I said. That's exactly what I said. I said Mike Lawson always has good stories. I go. I think because Steve used to. This is my, this is my response. I go. I think because Steve used to listen, he censored himself a lot more. Yeah, and it's it's a bunch of stuff. It's it is that, um, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't censor because like Steve made me. It's you know you just have to think about his feelings, whereas. The you know the the dude who I went on a blind date with the other day he's not going to listen to this yeah. so I can I can just be completely real and not really care about if he you know is listening. Mm-hmm. So what's up with you? Do you have anything that you wanted to tell me about? So okay, my parents. Uh, God bless them. Yeah, God bless them. They they got a brand new air conditioning put in. Okay. And the guy, for some reason, I remember when I was thinking about this story, I was thinking about how there's a backstory to this, but I can't remember what it is. But anyway, uh, the guy came up with the air conditioning. It's a guy that they've known for years. He's like a friend, right? And he's, he's also an air conditioning guy, and so he was putting the air conditioning in. And he had done all the work and everything. That and The one thing he had to do was replace all, you know, the grates that, that where the air comes out in each room? Uh-huh. Okay. They, he was going to go into each room and replace the grates. Okay. Okay. My parents knew this was coming. And so for, I'm not even joking, Mike Lawson, for the week leading up to this guy putting <laughs> in the grates, they did the biggest spring cleaning I've ever seen in my entire life. Like they reorganized rooms, uh, <laughs> built closet space. And it was like insane, like how hard they were working. Like literally, it was my mom was cleaning the place. I mean, my parents generally keep a very clean house, but she was like, like you know, scrubbing in little crevices that he would never go, and organizing drawers and everything. Like by the way, it this is the process that literally like, put the great, the end, right? Uh huh. So, um, the other day, because I'm 14 years old. I'm talking to a uh, friend of the show, Adam Vaught, on the phone. In my room. <laughs> on your Garfield phone. <laughs> on my Garfield phone. And, and then there's a knock on the door. And I go, yeah. And she goes, uh, Joey, can you please clean your, clean your room because it's a pigsty? And I was like, what? Right? Was, why, why would she say that? You know? Uh-huh. But first of all, it wasn't. It yeah. wasn't even. It was not even clean. You know what she meant? The, the bed wasn't made. Right? Uh-huh. The bed wasn't made. So I I got I gotta go. They're, they're paranoid because the guy's gonna put the grates in. So I make the bed, but here's the weird thing. Oh, I know what it was. Is I have this laundry bag that I've had since college that I love. I love this laundry bag. And it actually looks just like the day I bought it. It looks so good, right? Okay. And I just could not find the laundry bag. I couldn't find it. 
right? Like I, it, I had done laundry recently and I had nowhere to put my dirty laundry because the laundry bag was gone, right? And so my mom comes in. She goes, oh, you made your bed. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, I go, listen, I can't find this laundry bag. And I think because she's ang- My mom, I think this is the backstory I wanted to tell. She gets so anxious. Like, look at look at the week of doing spring clean before the guy came in to replace grates in the bedrooms, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she threw away all the girls' toys. They have a room. And she took, <laughs> they threw away all their toys and made it look like, like she and she made it. She, like, totally set the scene like she was doing, like, the Macy's window or something like that, where, like, uh, a department store window where, like, like the kids had just been there, but, like, very neatly done. It was crazy. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, so I, so she, she's in high anxiety mode, right? And I said to her, listen, I can't find this laundry bag. Well, what are you implying? And I go, I'm not implying anything. I'm saying that I cannot find the laundry bag. Well, did you look in here? And she started opening this, this. I looked everywhere. She, she's looking under the bed. And I think she thinks I'm saying that she lost it. Which she has, she would never touch my laundry bag. Why would I ever think she lo- like lost it, right? I just thought it was weird that it was vanished, okay? Yeah. What I actually thought was in her cleaning spree, her and my dad like just saw an empty bag and threw it away, okay? Right. So she goes, uh, well, did you – I'll bet you that you had it on your bed and then you made your bed and you just under the covers. And she takes – Mike Lawson, she <laughs> takes the bed that I just made and – Fuck, like literally like throws the blankets everywhere i go i go stop stop doing that stop she goes well I, and I go stop it and then she goes then she goes i go please i'm asking you nicely and then she goes what are you gonna do hit me <laughs> what yeah what yeah she goes what are you gonna do hit me and she messed the whole fucking bed up right okay this is getting weird yeah and then it went to World War III because then I go – because I don't – I fucking – this is why John and I used to always get in fights because both of us were like this. I go for the jugular in two seconds. I yeah. said, you know what? Maybe next time instead of praying to Jesus, maybe you should try and be more like him. <gasps> Joey. Oh, my God. That set off World War III. I stormed out. I drove to my brother's house. My brother had to be mediator. Oh, God. Yeah. And then I went, but then I, so then things come down very quickly, right? But my parents, my mom calls me, she goes, when I'm with my brother, she goes, Joey, can you please come home? We need to have a talk. And I told my brother, I said, I don't even care about the talk. I go, I don't know if you have any situation like this. I go, I'm just dreading the awkwardness of the talk. Like the, oh, it's just so awkward. We're going to have like, just a, a talk about, uh, just I don't know, about how I don't respect them because uh, the laundry bag or something like that. Um, luckily, when I got back to the house, they had to go somewhere. So, And then, of course, because they're becoming more and more white people, uh, they came back and pretended like nothing ever happened. <sighs> but, then, but, then, but then I do love that at the text message, my mom did write to me and go like, I can't believe you left with your bed unmade like that. You have no respect. And I was like, you messed it up. You, it was made. Mike Lawson, do, what are you? What are you thinking when you hear this story? I know what you're thinking, but I want to hear you say it. No, I mean you don't know what I'm thinking. I, I, I don't have a lot of thought. I mean, your your mom's doing the best she can. No, I don't. That was a what she did was a crazy. She Mike. She literally went there and like because the job was accusing her and messed up. Oh, by the way, she did say. 
oh, and I told, oh, God, I wish I knew the truth of this. When I got there for the meeting, she goes, oh, I found your laundry bag. <gasps> and I go, oh, where was it? It was behind your bed. It was weird when I was making the, the bed because he was going to come with the grates. Uh, it was behind the bed. I was like, bullshit, it wasn't fucking behind the bed. Do you think that she tossed it or something and then went out and fetched wherever she put it? No, I, I don't think she tossed it. I think she had taken it and maybe folded it and put it away somewhere. And I do think it got swept up in the cleaning thing she was doing where yeah. it had to be spick and span. But I think she went and looked in her, you know, like the linen closet and saw a folded up laundry bag or something. Yeah. But uh, it's been a slow it sounds week, my maddening person. to live with her. Um, it is. Not, it is. Yeah, it I is. can see the same sort of situation unfolding if I had li- had if I was living with my mother. Yeah, well, because, and some of it is like we are alike, too. <laughs> I don't know if I would say, what are you going to do? Hit me. Yeah. I don't like was that said in jest? No, or? no, 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 no. This is okay. No, 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 no jesting. No, there's no jesting. Oh, but by the way, I said to her, you know, when we did have a little bit of a talk, I said, "Listen, listen and actually, this brings up another question." I said, "Listen, when I'm on the phone, if you need to talk to me, just you know, I'll I'll go on mute." I just thought you were gonna be like, "Hey, uh, what do you want for breakfast or something like that?" Right? And she goes, yeah. "Okay, I can do that." Mike Lawson, the very next day, and I'm gonna tell you a story that goes into this. The very next day, though, okay, the very next day, I'm talking to Adam Vaught. Adam Vaught has had like this. If he wasn't catching up, this would be his lead story, okay? And I'm gonna <laughs> tell you the brief version of it, okay? Uh-huh. Where essentially he banks with a bank that doesn't have branches. We're going to, uh, okay, that makes sense. Like an online yeah. bank type of place, right? Sure. Because then I have a question for you too. So he banks with an online bank, and he decides to buy a car. Okay. Uh huh. And and I don't want to give away all his business, so I'm going to make up numbers, right? I'll make up even numbers at work. But he he comes to a negotiated price with the guy who's going to buy the car. Let's say it's for ten thousand dollars. Okay. Okay. And. The guy says, well, I only will accept a cashier's check. Well, because there's no branches, he writes, you know, he contacts his bank and like, we're going to send it to UPS. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very long story short, UPS loses the check and it's a cashier's check. So yeah. for him to get the money back, they have to do a whole investigation that takes over a week. Okay. okay. Meanwhile, this guy want, Adam wants his car and this guy is like thinking Adam's flaking out. Right. So then Adam, so I go, so I say, well, what do you do? How do you, what is the, what's going on with the guy? Adam's like, Oh, I just gave him another. I just pulled another ten thousand dollars and gave him. That. And I go, what? So, I, so then I say out loud, I go like, you just have another ten thousand dollars laying around, and then from the background in the kitchen, I hear. By the way, next day. Yeah, Joey, it's called saving. <laughs> and and I was just like, this is the next day, Mike Lawson. The next day. Anyway, so my two questions. One, would you just have one? I wouldn't even have $10,000, no. but yeah. like he, was, he was saving for a car. Okay, saving for a car. But sure. if I check out, would you just have another $10,000 lying around? No, but I mean, maybe that's his savings for something else. Like It is, actually. It is. And he, he can borrow from himself. It, that's exactly you know? what it was. That's exactly what I it was. I get that. Yeah. I mean, so, I'm not in that position, but I understand. Yeah. 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 So, but then, and then Betty Batanz chiming in. Why, why does she feel the need? She has to fucking chime in on everything. Everything. She has to give her opinion. We don't need your opinion on everything. No, it sounds like maddening and it sounds like it's driving you crazy. 
Yeah, <laughs> sure is. Oh, oh, I, I'm gonna, I was going to talk about this on Fat Camp, but you know, I started a, a keto diet right on Monday, oh. and it was going really well. Like no eating carbs, being very good about it. Yeah. And then Thursday, after I stormed out, I was like, "This proves exactly my relationship with food." I was like, "Fuck this!" And I went to McDonald's. I got back on the keto diet. Right well, you're eating your emotions. Exactly. Exactly, Mike Lawson. Exactly. Instead of just feeling them, you're eating them. Yes. But it felt so fucking good. I'm not going to lie. All right, Mike Lawson. There's only one thing left to do now. From the mountains to the sea to all of California, this is the Catching Up News Report. Joey, yeah, San Francisco man was hanged, drugged, put in a suitcase, and dumped in the bay. And then turned into a theme song for a podcast. <laughs> well, it, it sounds like a lot of your stories lately are the theme song of the podcast. A 47-year-old San Francisco man has been charged with torturing and murdering a 23-year-old before putting the dead man's body into a suitcase and tossing it into the San Francisco Bay this month. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, they found this guy floating around Pier 39 on February 18th, mm-hmm. and it is really they videotaped a lot of what they were doing um which is disturbing and basically they're showing that um two guys engaged in what they're calling sexual activity with mm-hmm. the victim mm-hmm. and they show the victim sitting in a uh, or I'm sorry the the um suspect I guess mm-hmm. sitting in a chair as the un- an unnamed third person ties the hands of the guy behind his back mm-hmm put a noose on him basically then um after they kill him and put him in a suitcase they sit around eat junk food play guitar and the suitcase is just in the corner of the room where it sits for days and uh then they finally roll it out of the room on february 5th around 2 30 in the morning and it was the it was discovered floating in the bay 13 days later crazy what a, weird, a weird story. You sent me this story, actually. I did? Uh, yeah, you don't remember this? No. <laughs> Joey, you sent it to me, and you said... Oh, and I'm such an old man. When you sent it to me, I'm like, in the middle of the night, Joey, it was 11.05 p.m. Okay. <laughs> but I was asleep. Mm-hmm. But I said, I'll read, the, I'll, I'll read that later. I'm out buying a new suitcase. Oh, that's right. Now, I remember the joke. I don't remember the story. Yeah, that's so funny. And I'm like, wow, what a fascinating story. I'm like, so interested. I'm like, oh, I have the worst fucking memory. The worst, worst memory. Um, here's the deal: when you kill people, Mike Lawson, do you feel like gross? Is there like an immediate like regret afterwards? What do you feel? Because I would imagine that like I, I could never imagine my castle. The the thought actually of actually killing a person makes me sick to my stomach i can't even imagine i can't even imagine that that, that's that believe it or not that's the most horrifying thing to me the thought of actually going through with it and killing somebody but but if i imagine if i go if i go through the imagination of what i'm seeing i would imagine if that happened let's say by accident right or you know what let's say if it was in self-defense let's say like a burglar came in here and i i killed him in self-defense i think afterwards the horror of having done that and like yeah. oh my god that just just happened would be overwhelming the thought that they like ate chips and played video games that is yeah. shows a callousness that i just i'm not even saying i'm even judging it which i am judging i, right. I am killing shaming but <laughs> i just but i'm what i want to focus on is that i just can't understand it i can't 
Yeah, same. I mean, I even the way my brain is, if I like um, cut someone off on the sidewalk or something, I that mm-hmm. sticks with me. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I get that. And the I don't know. They don't really talk about like if it was bloody or not. Like, I don't really understand how they killed him. Um, they kind of just say that they killed him and stuffed him in a suitcase. So maybe he did. It wasn't like they dismembered him, which is like extra gross too, right? Mm-hmm. If they, yeah. But then how would you fit a human body in a suitcase? How do you do it? You're funny, but I don't, I don't, I think that maybe it could bend. I mean, there are people who could fit in a suitcase because they're really flexible. Do you know what I mean? Like that's a circus act. So I guess a body could fit in it without it, you know? Mm -hmm. Anyway, I just thought it was a good story to tell because it's. Do they uh, show pictures of any of the guys where any of them hot? um, So they. I haven't seen um, photos of the two men in, mentioned in the story, the one that they caught plus the victim. Mm-hmm. And then there's this third man that I saw an article uh, this morning when I was like s- scrolling through my news and they caught the third guy and he's not, um, he's not a looker. Oh, he's not. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. I think he has eyebrow tattoos, but they're like words. Do you know what I mean? Like instead of eyebrows, he has like words there mm-hmm. tattooed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a look. Choices, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you up to, Joey? Or no, do you have a news story? I do, but I'm going to break one of our rules because I love this news story so much. It does it's not take place in California. Life. Police called on potential deranged person. It was actually a cardboard cutout of my pillow CEO. Did you hear this story? No. <laughs> Minnesota police responded to a welfare check request only to find a cardboard cutout of my pillow CEO and inventor <laughs> Michael Lindell, police said Thursday. The Jordan Police Department received a call saying a man (laughs) was standing motionless outside in the cold. Reportedly, Uh the man was not wearing a coat and was hugging a pillow. (laughs) The caller may have thought they were witnessing a deranged person, the department said on Facebook. When police responded, they found the large cardboard cutout of Lindell. Those cardboard cutouts sure can look real from a distance. Always better to call the police, the Post said. Lindell is a Minnesota native, and MyPillow is headquartered in Chaska, located about 15 miles north of Jordan. (laughs) Um, I don't know if there's really much to comment on that story. I will say, I saw it, and I will, here's the awkward part. I saw it when I was good. I'm like an avid newsreader, and I saw it, and I chuckled to myself. That was a really funny news story. And then maybe an hour later, two hours later, Sweet Michael messaged me the story, and he never messages me stories. So I pretended that I had never read it and said, ha ha, this is so funny. Thank you for Have you ever done that before? Yeah, all the time, actually. Like, in the beginning, I would, it, it happened a lot to, with Steve, because we would both cruise the same subreddit. Yeah. And so he would send me stuff, and I'm like, I saw that this morning. <laughs> and then it just, like, took the air out of, like, the what he wanted to do, which yeah. was talk about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just was like, LOL. And then that would get my opinion on it. And, you know, you didn't, you don't have to stop everything and say, I already saw that. Yeah. And I didn't want to do that. So I just went, Oh, ha ha. This is so funny. Thanks for sending this. Yeah. Well, it is. None of that um, was a lie. When, when I, do you remember the apartment I had with, uh, uh, Cindy and Carly mm-hmm. out in garden Grove? Yeah. Carly, when we were in high school worked for like a AMC theater or some mm-hmm. one, like one of those chain theaters. Yeah. And she had taken home from that job a cardboard cutout of the Men in Black. So okay. Will Smith and um, mm-hmm. who? 
Uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. And so we had that in our garage, but it was like up against a wall. It wasn't, you know, like displayed, Mm -hmm. but it was in the garage. And I would say probably at least once a month, I would open the garage driving into it or open Mm -hmm. it to like get into my car. Mm -hmm. And my heart would sink because it, it, out of the corner of your eye, it just feels like a person is standing there. Yeah. No. When I was in college, my my grandfather used to be like a truck driver for like a printing company. Okay. And any kind of like uh uh like discarded things that he would just give it. I don't know why he loved giving me my brother. Like actually, he gave us something very valuable that I just sold like a year or two ago. But uh, but he would just give us discarded things, you know, trash. And yeah, trash. And uh, one of them was a cardboard cutout of like a like a young man reading a book or something. Maybe something you've seen in the library. You know, uh-huh. but, but but like life size. Okay. And when I was in college, I thought this was so amusing. I used to like when I lived with like Hector and John and this guy Jason, we would. By the way, I, I started it first, but then we all did it to each other. Where you would just position it somewhere, like in my bed or like someone's room in the dark, and it just hearing the person scream <laughs> in the middle of the night was always like the funniest thing to us. Uh, so I I know exactly what you're talking about. Huh. Well, my pillow guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, good for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good. And they're getting free um, promotion out of this. Yeah, he probably I, planted it. I had to look him up. Yeah. Uh, what's going on with you, Mike Loss? Any other stories? Not really. You know, I, I um, don't either. Huh? I don't really have any. I have like a little short story, but not, I don't really have much. Go ahead. I went on another. I hung out with that guy last episode, previously mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. I talked about this dude who we'd been talking, but I forgot what he looked like, and I went on a date with him. Mm-hmm. So we went out again, and between you and I, mm-hmm. <laughs> and anyone listening, I guess, um, I was kind of thinking like, well, we kind of got to a point where we were going to sleep together, but we didn't. And so mm-hmm. I was like, well, you know, I we will we could do that, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so we go out again, and he like suggests a bar, and I'm like, okay. Like, I was kind of thinking Netflix and chill, but mm-hmm. bar, okay. Sure. So we do it, and Joey, this is so awful to me. Like, I mean, I'm PDA is okay, mm-hmm. but, like, I don't know, second date, I don't know. It feels weird to, like, I don't know. Like, sitting at a table at a bar, he's, like, holding my hand. Oh, uh, that's it's a little, don't you need a little soon it's for that? It's a little much. Mm-hmm. At one point... Um, we got a second drink and then he sat on my side of the bar of the bench. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Deal breaker. And so I'm like, uh, what are you doing? And he's like, I thought I'd sit over here. And so I like, I was like, well, I can't see you really well. Mm -hmm. And so I like positioned myself so that like my knees were between us, if that makes sense Mm -hmm. on the bench kind of. Mm -hmm. And so we're like talking and I'm clearly like uncomfortable. Yeah. And so he does move back, but that's weird too, right? Yes. <laughs> Good. Um, I don't know. I'll probably see him again, but... <laughs> was, was there any... Well, maybe that's an after-breakfast story, but... Yeah, I got some after-breakfast tea. Not much, though. Uh-huh. Um, Cool. Anything else? What do you got going on this week? Well, I have a really quick story. Oh, good. I want to hear it. It's super quick, though. Better be. Yesterday, my mom goes, oh, I'm going to order Instacart. But by the way... My parents use Instacart, I wouldn't say frequently, but on occasion, right? But it just yeah. happened to be that every time they use Instacart, they just leave, right? And then I'm the one that accepts the Instacart. So I'm going to use Instacart. I'm like, oh, great. Then I just walk around doing my thing, 
And I walk by and I hear my mom talking to somebody. Like she's like, oh yeah, and then this is when we went to this church retreat. And, and then we're like, oh wow. And blah, blah, blah. And then they're like talking, talking, talking. And I'm like a long conversation. And then the woman's like, okay, well, bye. And I'm like, goodbye. Thanks for coming by or something like that. And close. I'm like, who was that? And she goes, the Instacart delivery person? <laughs> and they were sitting there chatting? Okay. Am I wrong? I mean, That's weird. It's weird, but maybe the woman, the deliver. it was a woman's voice you said? Oh, yeah, the woman, yeah. Maybe the delivery person, like, asked some questions and maybe. was, like, genuinely interested. Mm-hmm. Or she was held hostage by your mom. For I think minutes. I think it's the latter. Just, and then he would, and then do you know that he said that um, I took the the the, um, the laundry, laundry bag? bag? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do, Joey? What do you have going on next week? Do you have anything? I'm supposed to maybe see John Paul today. Actually, okay. uh, hang out with him. I'm looking at my calendar right now. Oh, I'm this coming weekend. I'm supposed to take a. Uh, uh, what's his name? Trevor to the Magic Castle for some friends. I'm, I'm, I, gosh, I wish there was a way that I didn't have to go. Ugh. You could have an important business meeting that comes up and you could sign him in and leave. No, you? I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to show up, get him in. You're right. Get him in. I might even show up before he does. Like, I can show up at six and say, like, my friends are coming, right? Here's their names. Uh-huh. And then leave, right? Yeah, and then because um, you're gonna get there like at seven seven thirty, I can get there at six, right? Yeah. Um, and then take off, and then go. Oh, I have, I have a play. I have to go to. I have no play, and then um, just leave immediately. Leave. It'd be worth. It would be worth it for me to drive all the way over there. Do that. Maybe I'll see what John Paul's doing that night or something. Yeah. And then he's like, I would love to go to a play. And then he comes with you. And then you have to say, like, I'm going to the bathroom. And then you run up on stage and put on costumes. <laughs> and I'm in the play. Yeah. And I bow and everything. Uh-huh. And then after the play, you come in and you're like, whew, that, yeah. those um, burritos. I don't know. He, he messaged me the other day. And he goes, um, I want to pick your brain about something. And I go, yeah, what is it? And I, okay, I want your thoughts. I'm just going to say it and then you tell me what your thoughts are. He goes, my, we're, we're still not- recording, by the way. You know that, right? Oh, let me tell us after breakfast. Okay. <laughs> Ultimate tease. You guys are really missing out. Mixler.com slash afterthought media. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Joey, it was nice catching up with you. You know what, Mike Lawson? I'm gonna tell you something. There's hell. Go to hell. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at cupodcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson. And follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week. (laughs) 